Theater Clash podcast. And joined with me is Richard, the site owner and, uh, you know, Commander Clash person. And Saffron Play Olive. Playmat aficionado, Sa- apparently. I, I like the new background, Richard. The couch looks less lonely. <laughs> you like it's that? gorgeous I spent, I spent 40 minutes stapling things to my wall. I'm like, how does this even work? <laughs> They may all just fall down the middle of recording. It hasn't been tested. It even has a Scoops plushie, which I'm very jealous of, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get that in the store at some point. I'm just saying, if you leave a comment down below. Um, and then next up, we got Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for joining. Hi. Glad to be here. How are you today, Tomer? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm pumped for the podcast. And now that we're doing it uh, a second time, we're getting our stuff all in order. And you can find this podcast not just on YouTube anymore as video form, but you can just listen to us audibly on Spotify. So there's going to be a link to our Spotify list uh, down in the video description below. Good job, editor, in the future. Really appreciate you. Thank you very much. And we got uh, one missing person today, Crims. Uh, computer uh, blew up, so he was supposed to show up for the podcast, but uh, unfortunately, his 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 computer blew up like literally half an hour before we were recording. Very unfortunate, but we'll bring him in uh, for episode three as well. Um, so it's just going to be us three for now, and we have quite the uh, controversial topic for today. Uh, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite thing in the community right now. And it's about Mono White and Commander and why it sucks, does it suck, and how do we fix it, and how will Wizards fix it, and do we like if it's going to be fixed. All those things and more in an hour. Woo! We're going to keep it really nice and compressed. So, uh, first off, everybody's thoughts here. I want to hear from Seth first. Um, what do you think about, about Mono White and Commander? What, what's your thoughts on it? Initial, initial feelings. Does it suck? Do you think it sucks? Okay. Okay, so does White suck in Commander? Sort of. So, I, okay, here's my feelings on White. Is White the worst monocolor in Commander? Yeah, I think it's the worst monocolor in Commander. On the other hand, when you have five colors, something's going to be at the bottom. Is it a bad thing that White's the worst color? Well, I don't know. Something's going to be there. And I do feel like... White has gotten so much attention for being bad lately, and there's been so much talk about every single white card that I think at this point, white might be a little underrated because I feel like we've almost went too far with the meme of white being bad. Not to say that white's good, because it's not. It is the worst color. But I do think that we meme on it so much that maybe people think it's even a little worse than it is. I don't think it's as bad as some people think, Mm. even though it is the worst color. Mm-hmm. So it's it's bad, but not in the th- not in the parameters. Like within the parameters of it being still okay, it's not so bad that it's like a real big problem, or it's more of a more people perceive it to be a bigger problem than it really is. What is your Basically. stance on this right now? Okay, all right, that's a reasonable, that's a conservative approach to it. Um, all right, and then uh, Richard, what do you think on on mono white in general? Does it suck? <laughs> You think it sucks? I think it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I, I do agree with Seth that everyone's just memeing on white, okay? And they meme on it from standard uh, and also from a commander perspective. And I don't think most of it is warranted, right? White has some weaknesses, which is the most obvious is drawing cards, right? It, it does that, right? But it does other things exceptionally well 
but people just don't care and they like to meet yeah. on white so like in terms of preference of colors white is not my least preferred color like i'd rather play white than blue uh and that's not just being like a hipster right like i, I feel blue can draw cards and that's all it can do right uh, but usually, like, you pair white with other colors, it's fine. Even in mono-white, it has some very strong um, archetypes it can play, right? And it has some very key cards that are not, like, the star of the show. They're, like, support cards that you always play and you're glad to play them. But people just don't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't like, I don't know, like, bring the eyeballs or something, right? Like, it's not as flashy. So I actually think white is fine. Uh, maybe it needs a little help somewhere, but it's not like unplayable, like people uh, like to say. And uh, even if it was the worst color, like I think the difference between uh, the four colors, i.e. not green, is very small. Green is like ahead of the pack. And then the, the rest of the four colors, they're like around each other and they're like balanced enough. So I actually don't think mono white sucks that bad. Uh, but I, I think the, the one thing that it does have a, a glaring issue with like is the favorite of many maybe even the favorite of many of this table <laughs> and that uh, people just like to harp on it right it's all about uh, the card job so, baby you know it's, so yeah you're not drawing cards what are you even doing for life <laughs> <laughs> you casted angels that's what you're doing <laughs> the, the sure. most popular creature in all of magic yeah, but the they, angel do they draw cards though I've, that's the main issue here that we have I mean, here that's hey, really good yeah that's a, that's such a good point though because like in 60 card formats, not being able to draw cards is fine. Like, that's that's not a big deal. Uh, like, it's not really about having, like, you know, mass card advantage. But Commander, it's so important to draw cards. I can see why people... I can see why I don't play white. Even though I don't think white is as bad as people make it out to be. It's also the color I choose to play the least because I enjoy playing it the least. So maybe it maybe it's even worse than I was giving it credit for, for me personally. <laughs> You, you you switched. You heard my argument. Conclusion: White is even worse now. <laughs> Richard, you're so convincing that I've taken a more polar opposite approach. I'm also, by the way, uh, just to round out the opinions here, I'm also probably more. I think I think White is a little bit worse than even Seth gives it credit for, and definitely much worse than, than Richard's opinion on it. Because at least in my opinion, uh, looking at like a multiplayer perspective. The two fundamental things that every single deck needs to do in order to stay competitive at a table is make mana and draw cards. And there's a lot, that's an oversimplification, obviously. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that like circumvents that. Like if you're winning the game with really fast tutors, you don't necessarily need to draw a bunch of cards. If you just, you know, have a bunch of tutors and you win on, on turn one, it doesn't mean you need a breadth of uh, card draw. And also if you have a, run a bunch of spells that like, uh, you know, you can cheat on mana for like stuff that have alternate costs and stuff like that. Uh, you don't need to make as much mana as you usually do. Um, so there are ways to get around both of those things. But I, th I, I, I assume those are like the two fundamentals that most decks need to be have like a good basis of to be successful at. And the problem is that white might be good at a bunch of stuff like removal and whatnot or, you know, big dumb angels. But if they lack the fundamentals, they're always going to be held behind because people are just going to draw more cards and have more mana and cast more spells. And yeah, maybe your individual card is good, relatively speaking, better than the other cards that other people are playing. But it doesn't matter when people are casting like five spells for every one spell you get to cast. That's like my fundamental issue. And also like as a deck builder, when I look at a mono white deck to build, I could build any type. 
any type except for white. White, there's like two commanders, which I feel really comfortable building around, SRAM and Teshar, because they have inherent card advantage to them. And then any other deck is like, oh, how do you make a budget-friendly Oketra deck? Well, you you could make some zombies or whatever, but you're just going to fall apart due to lack of rampant card Taking draw. Taking notes like, for up. Commander Clash <laughs> if you don't catch your deck. <laughs> but it could Tomer, do fine. Isn't white the best color for assembling Cauldra? I'm a little disappointed that you're so down <laughs> on white. <laughs> it's very good. I mean, culture is the only the only saving grace for for white. White is the best be- best at some things, and we're gonna get to those things first. But first, I wanted to hear uh, both of your opinions on where you think mono white is in comparison to the other colors. So we've we established pretty much here that Richard is in team. It's fine. Seth is in team. It's kind of weak. It's the weakest, but it's not like so big of an issue. And for me, I'm on team like, you got to have card draw. <laughs> and it's lacking card draw, therefore it needs to be fixed. That, that, that's like my firm, my firm belief. And if we were listening to the community as a whole, like the common consensus here is that at least in terms of like the online community, uh, which is a minority in, in the Commander community. I, I think like most of the people who play Commander uh, don't actually like you know uh, engage online as much. But for the online community, which is a representative of the community as a whole, uh, the common consensus is that it sucks. And I think one of the main things that kind of contributed to like people being like, here, it definitely sucks, it's definitely an issue, and we have like proof for it, uh, was actually a Command Zone video that came out two years ago um, that was basically using uh, data scraped from like, you know, our games and a lot of other popular uh, commander series online. Uh, they looked at all the data, they saw uh, which decks or which colors were performing the worst relatively to the other ones. And they were looking at like, you know, not just like monocolor games, but also like color pairings. And they would break it down basically like which deck has what colors in it and what's their win ratio overall. And they looked at a bunch of different shows and they came across white being like negative 5% worse than the average. And the highest was actually black. Black was doing the best in terms of just like a general thing. Is that like is that like a definitive data or anything? Is that 100% perfect? Is it 100% representative of the community as a whole? Absolutely not. But it was just like an interesting point. And they did have, they did show their data in an interesting way. More, more than, you know, most arguments online about the color balance uh, actually gets into. So it was notable in that regard. And from there, it just cascaded. Like, just the online community kind of went crazy. There was, everybody had, everybody who was an influencer at the time had their own piece on why white sucks. And and they formed, you know, the talking points. And I kind of distilled what those talking points are. The main complaints that I see, at least online, for why white sucks is, first of all, lack of ramp. Lack of card draw. Those are the two things that obviously we already touched upon in the intro. Then there was another one. White doesn't excel at anything. The, the idea being that white, whatever white does, the other colors are still doing just as fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, and then the, the last one uh, that we could, we could touch upon a little bit uh, more afterwards, but I think Richard has some, some points here, uh, that... 
Yeah, well, you know what? We'll get to that afterwards. First of all, let's let's hear about everybody's uh, opinion. We we talked about ramp. We talked about card draw relatively. Uh, what about white not excelling at anything? What what do people think about that? We'll start with Richard. <laughs> like no? white has the best sweepers. Is anyone forgetting this? Like yeah, other colors can remove, uh, you know, creatures, namely black in terms of sweepers. But white has like austere command, right? It has. Uh, the greatest card ever made, undo inversion. That doesn't even cost you a card, right? That's that's basically card draw, right? It doesn't even cost you a card, right? Wow. It has like all of those kinds of removal. So like when you want to sweep the board, definitively white is the best, right? I don't think oh, you can argue. And I didn't it also has conditional white too, right? A white card. That's interesting. <laughs> There's one card, one blue card, right? The rest are all white cards, right? Okay. okay. White has. The best targeted removal, yeah. right? It has swords. It has path to exile. Uh, it has all of like the the exiling anything cards, like conditionally, like grasp of fate and you know oblivion ring type things. Uh, and uh, it has good land destruction, which we can't play. It has Armageddon, <laughs> right? We can't play that. Uh, and the best thing white is is artifacts and enchantments, right? Uh, the reason why Tomer says it's the best Cauldra colors uh, is because you can tutor up anything. There's many ways uh, to like mass reanimate artifacts and things like that. There are many ways to tutor enchantments. Uh, there are many ways. And they also have good creatures, right? Not so much in our circles, but you know, if you take like the normal group, they're like, I want to play humans and I want to play angels, right? I want to cast an anthem and pump my dudes and attack, right? Like, white is really good for that kind of thing. It's just we don't value it in our play group. And, like, right? sax creatures. I mean, you know, Commander Legends cards, ignore yep. those. But, like, in general, they have the best stacks creatures as well. Yep. Hate Bears is the archetype The, the problem with stacks and land destruction is they're frowned upon, right? So you don't get to play... You know, Thalia into Lean and Arbiter and survive your playgroup, right? So, yeah. so that is kind of removed, right? Same with Mass Land Destruction, that is removed. But the other things, it is still good at. Okay, okay. Teferi's Protection, greatest oh, card ever. That's a good card. Smothering Tithe is a good card. There's certainly good cards in white. I think you hit on something that I was going to say, Richard, which is I think part of white's problem is the stuff it's good at is either stuff that's not especially powerful in Commander or stuff that everyone hates in Commander. Like, yeah, white is the best at life gain, but life gain just isn't a super powerful strategy when you start with 40 life and you got a bunch of uh, opponents. So it's not like a great strategy in general. It's really good at mass land destruction, but those are some of the saltiest cards. If you look at EDH Rex, like saltiest cards list, there's a lot of white cards out there. That's the one list where white shines. If you look at the Commander ranking, it's salty cards. Yeah. Same with stacks cards. So it's not that they're not good at things. It's that the things they are good at is stuff that most playgroups probably don't want, you know, a bunch of decks build around and being played every single week. So I think that's part of the issue. On the other hand, like, they are probably the best equipment color, and that's mm -hmm. a pretty decent theme. And I actually think, like, I'm probably getting way ahead of ourselves, but some of the best white commanders are like SRAM, which like piggyback on something white does well, but also generate card advantage. So uh, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a, a direction for the future of white is to, to, to do more SRAMs and so forth. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. I think when I'm looking at like a brewing perspective, I think mono white definitely excels at equipments. They have just... 
absolutely the best equipment support with stuff like Pure Steel Paladin, uh, Stoneforge Mystic. They have by far the most tutoring capabilities uh, for it as well, and also just ways of cheating stuff into play and, and supporting it in general, like Sigarda's Aid, um, Steel Shaper's Gift, and all that, Open the Armory. Um, so if you want to build an equipment deck, I feel like you want to be in white, generally speaking. So that's a cool thing that the white has that's very unique to it. Also, auras. I think auras are actually something that white also excels at. Uh, it is it is like the secondary color for uh, enchantment support in general, in terms of enchantress. It has half the enchantresses, um, like Mesa enchantress and whatnot, and then obviously like SRAM. Um, but it also has a lot of like aura-specific support. Like one of the most powerful cards... Uh, for the archetype is retether, which is essentially like replenish, but only for auras. Incredibly powerful card, though. Also not reserve list, um, and white has access to it. So I think it, they do have strengths. But in terms of like the removal, the removal aspect always like I agree with it to an extent. Like yes, yeah, swords of power shares I think is the best targeted removal for creatures, like without exception. Also the fact that like. Um, yeah, it can also deal with artifacts and enchantments by exiling them, which is even like a step up from green. Like green can blow up uh, enchantments and artifacts too, but it usually doesn't exile them, which is which means it's open to recursion. And green does not have uh, good capabilities or the best capabilities. They have good capabilities. They don't have the best capabilities of dealing with with uh, creatures, but white can deal deal with all of them. And they have the flexibility of it. Like we think austere command, we think cleansing nova. These are like staples in the format that can be super flexible too like you can destroy creatures but you can also destroy artifacts or enchantments and you can select based on your own board state so you get maximum value out of it every single time um i find those are really good but i i do feel like the other colors aren't too far behind like just thinking blue in general like sure blue doesn't have like swords of plowshares but it does have uh pongify it does have rapid hybridization and yeah, like it's worse. It destroys a creature instead of exiles, and it gives them a three-three creature, which you know is is worse than not giving them a creature at all. Uh, but yeah, they also have Cyclonic Rift. Cyclonic Rift is a very good card. It ha I, I think it would be like one of the best uh, board wipes in, in the game. And yeah, it is kind of like a blip thing there, but. I do feel like the other colors aren't really hurting so much in terms of the removal pass package. And I don't think that's enough to like elevate white as something interesting. Like if I think of like, if I think of like reasons to play a color and then, and then somebody says, Oh, white has good removal. I'm like, eh? all right. But why, why am I excited about that? Like, what what are what's it good at like equipment? Okay, that's exciting. I want to build an equipment thing. An aura deck. Oh, that's great. Oh, it has source of plowshares. I'm like, all right, cool. But that's not like that's not the reason why I'm gonna play white. Or I guess maybe somebody somebody really likes just removal dot deck. But <laughs> the not source me. the plowshares aficionado yeah. is heavily insulted. And then hate bears. This actually kind of moves on to the next topic. Oh, sorry. No, Seth, you had something. <laughs> no, sorry. no, you're you're good. But let's hate bear it. No. Well, I'll wrap back around to it. Nothing. Wait, wait, wait. I want to say something. I want to say okay. something. Okay. I don't think any color can ramp but green. I don't know why white needs to ramp. So, okay, black can Cabal Coffers. Hmm. Blue can High Tide. I don't know, right? Red can Seething Song. But, you know, I wouldn't call those, like, a cut above everything, right? Like, there, there's a real cost to playing those cards. Everyone else besides green relies on Mana Rocks. Hmm. And, in fact, I think white, like, 
White's ramp is not as bad as people think because they don't play the cards that White is good at, like Dousing Dagger, right? Like auto include because you're playing like stupid dorks that can equip the thing and flip it, right? You can tutor it up, right? You're playing the color with all the white tutors, right? Uh, you have land tax, you have, um, what's the one mana thing that like fetches a land? Weathered uh, Wayfair? Oh, Weathered Wayfair, yeah. Oh. Land tax, yeah. land tax, weather wave. Yeah, land two, tax. Like, like you, 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 you have ways, and you also have that like crazy card where you just exile all planes from your deck or whatever. Endless horizon. Endless horizon. You just win. Cartographer hawk. Cartographer's hawk. If you oh, really we'll want to go deep. Oh, we'll get to cartographer's hawk. We'll get to it. I didn't forget. <laughs> sword, sword of the myriad. No wait, no wait. Sword no. of the anime sword. Anime sword. Anime sword. Yeah. Right? Like, you just Stoneforge Mystic anime sword, right? That's your ramp. In fact, white is the second best ramp color after green, right? So, I don't yeah, really like, agree on the, the, the ramp part of it. Is white's ramp actually bad? That's actually what I was going to hit on. Like, I'll grant you that white's really bad at drawing cards. No no argument is horrible yeah. at drawing yeah, cards. Yeah, I think, I think there's no argument there. <laughs> like, that's not even up for debate. But is the problem that white is bad at ramping or is the problem that green is so much better than everyone else at ramping and white is just like one of the other four colors? Like is white bad at ramp compared to non-green colors? I don't even know if that's true. Well, I, I will say you're not giving, I don't think you're giving mono black enough credit because like they do have cabal coffers. I, I will say mono black, like most colors kind of struggles with early game ramp, which is the only thing that like green, green has above everybody else. They have like, you know, turn one, ramp cards plethora of them uh and every single aspect like mana dorks uh like birds of paradise and then they also have like uh wild growth you know even like land enchantment stuff um so they're they're already solid for for any sort of ramp in any any sort of build uh but the other colors i agree don't really have like early explosive ramp options like green does um Black, though, has really good mid to late game ramp. And, like, the later the game goes, uh, the better it goes for them. They have a lot of these, like, basically swamp doubler effects, mana, like, mana from uh, swamps uh, doubling. So, uh, Richard, you mentioned Cabal Coffers, but they have a lot of these. They have uh, Cryptgast, uh, Nurkana Revenant, uh, Magus of the Coffers. Uh, then they have, like, Bubbling Muck, which is their version of High Tide. Uh, they also have the rituals, dark ritual and cabal ritual. Um, so I think like they have a lot of like a lot of of good ramp options for mid to late game uh, that the other colors don't have. Uh, but I can't think okay. of anything for for blue necessarily. High and, tide, like, candelabra. Yeah, it has high <laughs> tide. That's just like a ritual. Uh, red has dockside extortionist, which everybody plays now. Uh, Curse of Opulence, which I love. <laughs> And I oh, think Curse of Opulence, play more. right. Um, but White has but yeah, Smothering like, those Tide, aren't even which early. is like on par yeah. with Dockside. Maybe not quite as combo yeah. but just in raw power, I think Smothering Tithe is like comparable. I think people more more people get value out of Smothering Tithe than they do out of like full dark, Dockside. Because like if you want full value out of Dockside, you want to be at a CDH table where everybody has like just shoots out a ton of mana rocks, you know, zero mana rocks, for example, and then loop Dockside Extortionist a billion times. That's how it becomes completely bonkers. But, like, one person making, like, six treasures off Dockside Extortionist is really good, you know, mid-game or something, but Smothering Tithe is equally good, I think. 
So yeah, it's kind of interesting that like um, people keep citing the ramp as an issue, but I've never even... It, really it was true like it. three years ago or whatever, right? Before Smothering Tithe, before Dousing Dagger, before... I don't know, sort cartographer talk. <laughs> sort, sort of the anime. I almost spat my drink, Richard. You have to be careful. For the record, I think it's a terrible card. We're going to talk about it later. But like the, we've added a lot of ramp cards, but people like just don't play white because they played it five years ago and are scarred by it, right? Yeah. Or they played standard for a while. And they're like, wow, white sucks. I don't want to play white. But it's actually like not that bad. Like if you're playing a creature deck, like and you you know gravitate towards playing like tribal decks or things like that you'll find that white's support cards for your deck are really good actually mm -hmm. right which you know if you play a color like blue blue can draw a lot of cards but the creatures are like kind of sucky right like the good creatures are in white and green right and then the rest of the creatures are like utility creatures right for the other colors so i i think like it's the style like if you're trying to play cedh yeah maybe white sucks i don't know Right? Like, if you're talking like CEDH, then counter spells are king, right? In casual tables, counter spells suck. Like, blue is terrible. You just draw cards into more counter spells into like one ones, <laughs> right? Like, you have to combo win, and like, that's all you got, right? So, I, I would actually imagine that the more casual you are, the more you would like white because, like, you don't really like read all day about like card advantage and things like that, and you're like, look. You know, Gisela, great angel, right? And, you know, you, you actually play these cards. And you don't want counter spells. You don't want things like that, right? So I, I also think a part of this is just skewed towards the more spiky players, right? Who are like, I need to draw cards. I don't know why. Like Tomer, right? I'm winning. I can kill you all, but I need to draw more cards. I don't know why, right? <laughs> why why win the game? Just draw oh, more I'm cards. Not, I'm not Seth. I draw cards for a purpose, all right? But <laughs> the, the best example was draw 6 cards. CFC Tribal, where Tomer cycles a land to draw a card. And what he's trying to draw is lands. Because <laughs> he's missing land drops. <laughs> One time, right? One time. Like, sometimes you don't need to draw more cards. You just I, play the cards you Seth, have. He's speaking a foreign language. I don't understand here. He said oh. something about knots and, and card draw. I assume he just meant draw more cards. Right? I love, I, I actually think there's an argument that white is not as a mono color, but as a support color, one of the better card draw colors because it gives you all the sweepers and all the removal to stay alive and draw more cards. Like, is it? A bad thing if mono white isn't great. Like, is it a bad thing if mono white is like a bad mono color, but one of the best support colors for like your secondary color? Like, does it need to be really good as a mono color for Commander to be fun and successful? Yes. And I will tell you why. Picture this, if you will. You open up a, a booster pack, you know, and you see this really cool mono white legendary, and you're like, wow. This really cool mono white legendary, I want to build a deck around. It's like, it's, it's Lyra Dawnbreaker. Ooh, it's angels. I love angels. I want to build a mono white deck with Lyra as my commander. And then you go and you build your deck and you add all your fun angels and you're like, all these cards are really, really cool. And then you sit down at your table and you play against, you know, this like a bunch of like Simic decks or whatever. Or just like a black deck, a red deck, and a green deck, or whatever. Whatever. You're up against you're up against people, and you just run out of cards. 
Meanwhile, your opponents are like drawing a bajillion cards. They've wiped your board three times, so now you don't have any more angels on the battlefield. You're only casting them once per turn or whatever. Uh, they're all gone. And meanwhile, your opponents are just like, play six spells per turn, and I don't care about your angels, and I just win the game. And then it sucks, because then you're like, I wanted to make a mono-white deck. I had this really cool commander that I got really excited for, and it, it's hard to make it good. It's really hard to make it good. And that's the problem, is like, if they ever, if you ever have a mono white commander, you're gonna be like disappointed. Pretty much, you're gonna be disappointed when it, it it's underperforming, and you're like, I wish I just had some generic tools to fix the deficits in this deck. Oh, and see, if, I, I if you don't fall in I love disagree. with like Teshar and like uh, Sram, you're like out of luck. <laughs> so I think white doesn't have like generic card draw, like harmonize, whatever the original harmonize was, like painful truths, like you know, like just like. Pay some mana draw cards. White does not have that at all. Mm -hmm. But in the case you're talking about, where your board gets white, you... Uh, what's the card? Martial Coup? What's the thing with the multi-kicker with the Kithkin on it? Uh, you bring Marshall everything Anthem. back, right? You... Yeah. Anthem. Marshall Anthem. Marshall Anthem. Anthem. I don't think it has Kithkin yes. on it. Doesn't it? Whatever. But you like you can bring back your whole thing. You can Sun Titan and bring your board back, right? You can Ameria bring your board back. You can Dusk Dawn. Like you have all these ways to effectively draw cards, right? But what it doesn't do is like on turn three, you can't just like draw cards, right? It's yeah. condition it's conditional card draw, right? Yeah. But for creature decks, you're good, right? You you have ways to you know, keep your creatures alive with indestructible. You have ways to bring back your creatures. Effectively the same as drawing five cards. Even better because it's five cards plus like 10 mana or whatever it costs you to deploy them, right? But like, you know, it's it's fine in that sense. Where it's mm -hmm. bad is like if you're trying to build like a white combo deck. Then you're like, well, I don't want creatures. Where's my card draw? <laughs> then you're kind of out of luck, yeah. right? Like you don't have that just generic goes in any kind of deck, right? You have like... Mass reanimation for creatures, for artifacts, for enchantments, uh, but not just generic card draw. I, that's a good point. Like, I agree that White has a lot of like <clears throat> card advantage avenues. You mentioned you mentioned Sun Titan, but they also have like Teshor. They also have stuff like Karmic Guide plus Blink Effects, for example. Um, so they have a lot of ways of generating card advantage. And even like even if you have the best board wipes, as Seth mentioned, if you have the best board wipes and you just wipe the board. Um, not only does that give you breathing room to draw cards or whatever, uh, but also it's like it can be like it can be like a six for one or whatever, an X for one, um, where you're just blowing up a bunch of creatures or artifacts or whatever, and for one for a single card that lets you catch up in terms of uh, card advantage. The problem is, uh, I think the reason why I so emphasize the, the the need for card draw is combos, combo decks for one. You said like you need your combo pieces. If you don't find your combo pieces and you can't combo off. I think there's there's two decks that actually fit the same thing, combo decks and jank decks. If you have a jank deck, you're full of these like bad cards and you need like a mixture of these bad cards, I'm, uh, bad cards and then cards that make those cards worth playing. Like I'm just going to throw it out there like Kithkin for example. You have all these bad Kithkin, right? You're just you have a handful of bad Kithkin and you really need a true conviction or something to make those bad Kithkin <laughs> you know, do something. And if you don't have a card draw, you, if you have card advantage, like sure, you blow up your kith, your bad kith and you have a sun titan and you get your bad kith and back, 
the Kevin are still bad and you're still looking for like your removal or your pump effects or anthems or anything like that. Like the worse the jankier deck is, the more you need card draw to like smooth it out. And that's like a problem with, with mono white that no other mono color has. It's like all the other mono colors is like, all right, you could play a jank deck, just draw a bunch of cards, you'll smooth out your hand, you'll get whatever you need and it'll be fine, it'll be functional. But white is like, I'm a Kithkin deck. I drew some Kithkin. I wish I drew. I wish I drew. <laughs> you have like mask of memory, right? You have your favorite card, Mind's Eye. You so have does everybody the... else. So does but everybody it's not else. Like, it's not like white can't draw any cards, right? No. It, it it can draw cards, just not as efficiently as the other colors. It has to use the colorless sources, right? Yep. It has to use the lands that draw cards. It has to use uh, the artifacts, which everyone has access to, right? But I mean. Is that bad? Like, does everyone need, like, tier one card draw? Or can some people have tier two card draw? I guess I'm that's actually, the real question, right? I mean, I, I'm a little worried. Like, let's say we're like, okay, white needs good card draw to be on par with everyone else. So you give it a bunch of, like, tier one card draw. We were just talking about how it's, like, the best stacks color, the best mass land destruction color, the best sweeper color, the best remover color, a good creature color. Like, are we just creating green 2.0 if we're like oh let's just give, give like good ramp and give it good card draw like is that a solution or then are we having this conversation two years from now like uh, blue like why is blue so bad in commander it can't kill anything like it's so underpowered like and the cycle repeats it only itself fierce guardianship that's it apparently in mana drain and hallbreacher oh uh okay well all right, so on, on that note, I guess, uh, when we're talking about, like, does white need fixes? Uh, one of the things that was brought up, um, you know, from the complaints, from these complaint videos, rant videos, essentially, is basically, like, uh, how Wizards of the Coast went about fixing other colors in, 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 like, the past five years or so. So not so long ago, it was actually red that was also at the bottom of the barrel with white, uh, old timers uh, from way back when, from Commander from 2015, also uh, heard the same arguments against white uh, that, you know, red just didn't have, you know, any ramp and, and card draw and whatnot. And uh, it sucked. It was red and white and Boros was considered, you know, the worst, the worst two colors, like Tide. Um, that has changed over time as as red started getting some better ramp sources for example they, they recently got dockside extortionist uh jessica's will goldspan dragon most recently in call time all of these ways to generate a like burst amount of mana they're essentially kind of like rituals i guess the dragon is more like incremental in a way uh, but these are very powerful ramp sources and then for card draw uh, Red started getting all this impulse draw, like Light Up the Stage and Tectonic Giant. Pretty much every single set that has came out recently has had at least one card that has impulse draw on it. All the Chandras, for example, have them as well. Uh, but we also get more wheels, this burst draw of just getting a refill of the hand with stuff like Magus of the Wheel and Wheel of Misfortune. So we've seen a color that was, you know, before seen as really, really weak with with uh, with red, or sorry, with white. Um, and then red just got that huge boost. Do you guys think that boost was too much? Were they overcorrecting in that regard? Or was that kind of like a different situation? Mm, no, I, don't, I think it's good. And I'm not against white being improved. So 
I think the thing about those cards and how they did it with red is it feels very red to me still. Like, I guess hmm. I would like to see white be fixed, quote unquote, but in a way that is still white. I don't want to see like white ponders or white blue sun zenith or I guess it'd be white sun zenith or, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see them just like steal like green does. That's the problem with green is green <laughs> doesn't have his own identity. It's just like, oh, we're blue now and we'll just do like blue card draw, but it's green. Like, I think that's a bad fix, but I feel like the impulse draw feels Creatures. very red. I feel like the ritual, like burst mana, that feels very red going back to like the early days of magic. More wheels, like that's an old school red way to draw cards. So I'm on board with white getting improved like red did, but I want it to be in a way that feels white, not in the way that the improved green where it's just like, hey, we'll just let you do everything. They'll just give you another Stoneforge Mystic then, Seth. <laughs> hey, I'm down for more Stoneforge Mystics. I mean, they, they have, right? They keep trying to print fix Stoneforge Mystics. But Gosh, I want those. <laughs> I think red is, like, okay. Uh, like, they, they, they definitely did some stuff to help. If they do it to white, I think white will be very strong. And here, here is the... I'm not trying to be ironic, okay? When you build any other color deck, you can, like, fill that deck with staples and the deck will be full before you put like any of your like main theme cards in right like by the time i get through with all the black tutor all the black ramps all the boards like all these cards are just universally good no matter what and you can just make 100 it's called mono black control by the way but you can do that with every <laughs> single color whereas white you can't do that you actually have to build synergy but once you've built the synergy your deck is just as strong i think Right, So I do not want to see white moving in that same pattern. Like I, I would really be sad if tomorrow there was like a three mana white spell that drew three cards if you controlled at least one creature or something. I don't know. Or if, if you <laughs> gained one life this turn, you may cast this for three mana and you, you draw three cards. Slightly white thing. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I, I will play it. I will yeah. have to play it in every single one of my decks, yeah. but I just don't want to see like this like universal staple like we, yeah. we're already seeing with like arcane signet uh and, and these type of cards where like no matter what you do you're gonna put in your deck smothering tithe. so smothering tithe right it's a fairy's protection if you have well, you, even if you don't have creatures you'd probably play it still <laughs> uh like i don't want to see like any more of these cards right which yeah. is what i'm afraid we'll we'll see when they fix white mm -hmm. that's fair that's fair um I guess I guess we we also have to look at green in terms of like auto include staples, right? Green had was always green was always the best in terms of card or in terms of ramp, but they've historically sucked at at card draw. That was like their major weakness. Like they were undisputed best ramp color by by miles in in commander always, um, but they always had a card draw issue. Like people were going crazy over like Sylvan Library. Um, because it was a form of card draw, and I think like that that has kind of fallen out of favor these days. I don't even hear that much talk about Sylvan Library, uh, but like that was like one of the few ways. And ooh, Harmonize, Harmonize was insane in green because it was just like a time shifted blue card, and it was really cool. Uh, but now green, green has like insane card draw. I feel like like second best card draw in the format, 
where it's basically like as long as you control a creature, which is what green does anyway, you get to draw a billion cards. Uh, Return of the Wild Speaker, it's like draw equal to the greatest power among creatures you control. Riskar's Expertise, exact same thing. Uh, Toski, if you're going wide, you just put Toski on the battlefield. Boom, you hit with combat damage and uh, you draw a billion cards that way too. Uh, Shamanic Revelation, also equal to the number of creatures you control. So like there's a bunch of these spells that basically say like pay four to five to six mana, draw how many cards you want whatever just like a 10. new hand yeah just take them just take 10 <laughs> cards yeah just take a new hand whatever and it's just like well you have to jump through a little hoop you have to play a creature that's going to be really tough for green right you have yeah. to have a creature maybe two <laughs> like, like so so we don't want that is basically what you're saying richard <laughs> I, I don't want to see white become the new green okay. which i think is going to happen and I don't know that, and then like, then what, right? Then what's the next worst color? Blue? I don't know, right? Then we're gonna have to get blue get power crept, right? And then eventually, like, commander will be like turn zero wins or something with like all auto includes, right? And I don't know, like, they're, they're part of it. I I like relying on synergy to draw cards, which is probably the biggest weakness of white. All of its advantages are synergy, which is why Seth called it a support color, uh, because you need to synergize with something. You're just you just don't have the raw power. Uh, but if you have raw power, like where's the fun, right? You just, just yeah. play all your raw power cards, and then that's your deck, and then then that's it. It's incremental advantage for white. It feels like you're never like you know ramping a billion lands like green. You're putting a land when you attack. Uh, you're not drawing a billion cards. You're drawing a card with like mentor the meek when you pay one. That sort of stuff, um, which is good. It's good, but and it's not busted. Is a thing. Like, it's not busted. Yeah. I think I also feel like I want the color pie to matter. And, like, it sucks for white that the thing that it's bad at is the thing that's maybe most important to being good in Commander. But Mm. I don't know. That's magic. Like, uh, white's always been bad at drawing cards. Should we really be changing 27 years of color pie design because this format came along and it's powerful? Like, do we break the whole color pie just because of this, you know, because of the commander format. Or the commander players seem to learn to live with the color pie. And, like, if white is bad at something that, I don't know, you want to do, then you splash a color, play a different color, or learn to synergize and do it in white. That's an interesting point about uh, color pie break and, and con- like, making sure the, the color pie gets conserved. We don't want... We want like each color to feel mechanically unique, or else what's the point of having multiple colors? Like that adds flavor and function to the, the game. Uh, but that's an interesting point because it feels like uh, some may argue uh, the Wizard of the Coast is really doing a great job of breaking the color pie to make sure that you know traditional white uh, archetypes are being moved over in better forms uh, for other colors. Uh, we, we talked about how like Stax was really good for white. And uh, we mentioned all these cards that, you know, white doesn't, isn't allowed to play because it feels bad. And yet, we look at something like Spirit of the Labyrinth, big no-no card, hate bear card, very powerful, some might say. But blue just has Narset, Parter Veils now. And more recently, even better, Hull Breacher, which is a card that basically any blue player will want to jam into their deck. And it's a stacks card. Oh, it has flash. Oh, and it makes mana. And it's like, 
So how do you feel about that, guys? If if, <laughs> if you're gonna white, what uh, what is blue about it? Uh, I, I figured you guys snacks, were gonna. Say, by the way, <laughs> I figured you guys were gonna say those cars should have been white. They just should not exist. They should not exist. Like that. The problem is them existing, not the colors that they're in. I think. But if they do have to exist, I think white would probably make sense. Like we have. What what is the the cat? The four mana three four flash. Where if you were to draw the second card a turn, you take it instead. Um, Alms collector. collector. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me. Hull Breacher is a better version of that, but I don't know why it became blue, <laughs> right? Like, if you want to add conditional card draw onto white, then I think it's fine to give it the Hull Breacher effect, where, like, white's ramp is conditional. If someone is already winning, you get to ramp, right? Like, that, that's basically white's ramp. So if someone's going to draw cards, you can draw cards. So I think that should have been the white way of drawing cards. Um, I don't know why Hull Breacher is blue. Not sure whatsoever, <laughs> but yeah, making treasures, making treasures seem like a white thing, right? But apparently not, right? So it does feel a little bit too strong in general. I agree with Seth, where it's like I would have rather this card never existed in the first place. But if it did exist, it should be white. And why is it in blue? I have no idea. They just decided <laughs> recently that blue should have dominance over all sorts of cards. They were complaining blue things. couldn't ramp, so they needed to make. Yeah, I mean, there, is Ristic Study in card. there too? Like, should Ristic Study be a white card? Like the way white taxes stuff and like maybe you can color. Would, would your things. mind change about white if white had Ristic Study? Would you be like white's the greatest color ever now with that one inclusion? <laughs> I don't know if it would be the greatest color, but that would be a huge step forward. It would be in it would be one of those staples. Like you would play in every single white deck, bar none, I think. I mean, what if it came on a 1 4 creature that ties to Doom Blade? <laughs> two mana, yeah. 1 4. Yeah. <laughs> I can see them totally three. making that, right? They're not going to, but like yeah. that that is a viable. They, they slap some effect onto a creature. Basically, Hull Breacher. But, but it could be Ristic Study. But they've already declared that this is not, you know, in the color pie for white, just like raw card draw like that. Yeah. And, and with the Coast. Um, you know, designs a lot of stuff without, you know, our knowledge and they have teams for every single set. It's not like the same designers working on every single thing. So we don't actually know like all the machinations behind every single set and what everybody's thinking, but we do have at least like three spokespeople who are at least, you know, the most, uh, outgoing in terms of talking to the, to the community and telling us like what's going on a little bit behind the scenes and what their thought process is. And one of them, the one that's been longest going and, and most outspoken of like telling us what's going on behind like their thoughts on white uh, is Mark Rosewater. And Mark Rosewater uh, has a blog that he basically posts multiple times every single day. So you can, if you want to hear Mark's thoughts on on basically anything magic related he is the most accessible he even has a podcast a drive to work series where like if you want to hear anything magic related he will have a billion hours of content ready for you to to dive into um but there have been some snippets that i've been following on his blog uh that are a little bit telling at least on his personal opinion on white or at least what the company's policy was during that time because I think he did state at some point where like he'll defend some stuff that you know it won't be his personal opinion but he'll just like defend it as if he's speaking for uh, the company itself so it, it was interesting to hear a little bit of his insight 
um, on 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 the topics of white. So when when everybody exploded, the community exploded on like white sucks and became like a meme. Uh, that was about two years ago. That was right when, right about the time when Throne of Eldraine was coming out. That's when uh, people were really talking about White's role in Commander and if it might be a little bit too weak. And, you know, Wither of the Coast was hearing about it and Mark Rosewater let slip um, that in Throne of Eldraine, White was doing something. I have the quote here. One second. <laughs> <laughs> It's doing something in Throne of Eldraine it's never done before in our ongoing quest to help White and Commander. And this got people really excited. People were like, whoa, so Wizard of the Coast <laughs> heard our complaints and they're, 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 they're going to do stuff to fix, fix White and Commander or perceived issues with it, whether it's justified or not. But, like, but yeah, there, boom, Mark Rosewater was already saying, guys... Get excited because Throne of Eldraine's coming and we got some new, new spice for white. Um, so the, the cards uh, were uh, one, one in particular. And it was, um, the card is Happily Ever After. This is a three mana white enchantment that says when it enters the battlefield, each player gains five life and draws a card. And at the beginning of your upkeep, there are five or more five colors among permanents you control. Blah 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 blah. A whole bunch of like stuff you need to jump into uh, loops you have to jump into that you can only do in a five color deck, not even a monocolor deck. You win the game. That part is irrelevant here. But the thing that the Mark Rosewater was really hyping up was uh, here is a three mana enchantment that when it enters the battlefield, everybody gains five life and draws a card. And he said like this is a potential fix for white for card draw. What do you guys think about that? I don't think making your opponents draw cards is really what most people were asking for when uh, <laughs> when they asked for White to be able to draw cards. So uh, I don't think that's that's the direction to go. <laughs> is he misquoted? I don't. This feels nope. like yes, it's something unique. But how does this fix White in any way? It's group, right? It's it's like oh, what, what's the card where you cast it and then you like tuck it like seven under? You cast it again, you win the game. <laughs> Like, uh, approach the second uh, sense. Our... Yeah, yeah, that's like a unique, like, white combo. But it doesn't fix white or do anything, right? <laughs> like, it's just, like, something unique, which is what I feel this happily ever after is. I don't see how this addresses anything that anyone has complained about white, right? Like, and group hug is not card draw, right? That is a negative, right? You, It's like, you are losing out on that unless you have, like built your deck in a way to counteract that, right? Like so, a hull breacher. <laughs> yeah, like a hull breacher. Uh, yeah, so weird, awkward. I wouldn't have used this as the poster child of <laughs> what we're doing to fix white. Well, he was like, you know, white white players in Commander are complaining about card draw. Here is card draw. There you go. All done. I mean, to be fair, Mark Rosewater and Gavin, to an extent, they hype everything, like yeah. literally. That is their job, their right? Job, yeah. So, anytime they're hyped, you should have a little, little exclamation mark there to see if they're actually hyped. Because they're like, "Yeah, I've been waiting like 15 years to build this, and Wizards would not let me build it, but I finally built this card, <laughs> and it's like a one man a zero one Kithkin or something, right?" And you're <laughs> like, "What?" And you know, they're just finally, trying to hype it up. Kithkin. <laughs> and it maybe was their dream to build such a card for 15 years, but that's not what we were expecting as commander players, right? Yeah. 
That's true. And I also agree with you, though. The idea of you get to draw a card and then your three opponents each get to draw one card kind of feels like you're down, like, down three cards instead of, like, up one. Like, it doesn't. You're down three cards and whatever this costs, three mana. It's like a net (laughs) loss. And your turn. Right? Yeah. Like, give your opponents three and you get one. What is this? And you have to spend a card. Like, (laughs) you're also down a card. So you don't even end up plus a card. Like, you have the same amount of cards in your hand, and each (laughs) of your opponents have an extra one. Like, yeah, that's. You're plus all your opponents. Also, we got to get to the juicy one. What about the hawk? Is the hawk any good? (laughs) The hawk is fine. Is it going to save Wayne Commander? No, but I think it's another meme card. I think you guys meme on it way more than it deserves. It's not that bad of a card. My problem with the Hawk, all right, we're, we're doing the Hawk talk. We're doing the Hawk talk. I had this planned for later on in the script. We just jumped script. Fine. We're going to talk about Cartographer's Hawk. I'm pulling up this card right now. Right now. We're doing this. All right. This is a card that talk. Wizards said it will fix white. They, like, brazenly went out and said that. It's in a commander product, right? It's a commander-focused product. So this is, in their minds, an actual answer for white. Two mana, bird. Two mana, two one flying bird. Uh, when it deals combat damage to a player who controls more lands than you, you can return it to its owner's hand. And if you do, you search for a planes card, put it on the battlefield, tap, and then shuffle your library. So you play the bird for two mana. Then you have to attack with the bird. Then you have to deal combat damage with the bird. Then you return the bird back to your hand. And then you get a planes. And then you can cast the bird again. And then do this it's, over and over again. It's a rabbit As long girl. as your opponents have more lands than you. It's, it's, oh, just a ramp, wow. it's, it's just it's the just white rampant, rampant growth, growth. and just, you get in combat damage. It's strictly better wow. than rampant than it's rampant growth. It does damage with rampant growth. Rampant yeah, growth rampant growth is man. never going to kill someone. <laughs> so when so when this came out, this was this was the problem with me. So uh, so this was the beginning of last year. Uh, they they said like Oof, we have we have some fixes for you all. We have some white ramp. Oh, get excited! So here's cartographer talk and verge rangers, and we'll get to verge rangers a little bit later. But the hawk. Yeah, it came out. They hyped it up as like this is amazing white ramp, and also a lot of content creators were like, "Oh wow, this is amazing ramp." I'm not gonna name names, uh, but I called it out as bad. And one of the people who also hyped it up uh, was uh, a Wizards employee, and I, I uh, had I had uh, things to say. But my point is that I don't think I don't think this card is good. I think it's pretty bad, but it's good in very specific situations. One bird tribal because it's a bird and you take what you can get in bird tribal and two like uh god pharaoh obika no not god pharaoh that, the, the cat the oketra 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 god pharaoh oketra whenever a creature enters the battlefield or sorry whenever you cast a creature you make a four four zombie token this is like repeatable zombie token it's great incremental value that's really good really good i don't i don't like this card <laughs> A lot better. But I don't think White Ramp needs to be fixed. So I don't really... I, that's a, that, that's yeah. why I have a hard time with that one. Like, I still don't really think that White needs a ton more ramp to compete. Okay, so we're, I'm just going to skip ahead on, on the Mark Rosewater stuff then. Uh, so he basically said, like, at the beginning, he's like, wow, group card draw. That's, that's what you're going to get. Deal with it. <laughs> and then afterwards, uh, he said that Mentor of the Meek was a color break. Like, straight up, they would not print Mentor of the Meek nowadays i assume it'd be a green card now and then 
That would that's what the implication was. And like Dawn of Hope, which is like, can you please at least give us Dawn of Hope? Would that be considered one? He's like, I'd be leaning on a break right now. The posts are showing up on the screen right now. More of a break. So that was the beginning of last year. Looking pretty dire for any any mono white fans, where he was basically like, White is not allowed to draw cards, and he even said like uh, doing a white thing to draw cards is not the fix for white. So it was like very much like white. You're not allowed getting cards. You're gonna get your group draw, and you're gonna like it. Um, but more recently, we could see a shift in Wizards of the Coast, where uh, more recently, uh, Mark Rosewater said like, oh, you know that mentor of the meek thing. Maybe, maybe I, I've changed my mind on it. I've realized that maybe card draw is fundamental to playing commander. Uh, maybe Munter the Meek is okay now. Maybe, maybe not, not guaranteed, but maybe we'll think about it. Um, so, so he started evolving on that a little bit, which is also uh, a nice reflection on on what people are thinking at Wizards of the Coast in general, because he's not just calling the shot himself, and he's a spokesman for the company. He's not just doing it himself. Um, then there was like uh, Ari Nia who joined. He's he's the white uh, color pie representative. He's on the Council of Colors. Um, basically, he makes sure like every single time a set comes out, he reviews the, the the white cards and he says like, is white allowed to do this card? Is is this appropriate for white? Are these effects in white? So basically, anytime there was something that says card draw on it, Ari would be like, yeah. Get it out of here. Get it gone. Um, I'm paraphrasing. I, I, no, no sources for this. Um, basically, basically, he thought he he was one of the people who's, who went on Twitter and defended cartographer Hawk as a good deal uh, for White Ramp, and I had thoughts on it. Again, image showing up. So anyway, I'm I'm rambling on, skipping through all this stuff just to basically say like, what are the proposals for White? And we mentioned how like we don't really care about White uh, Ramp, but but Wizard of the Coast thinks that White Ramp is actually a legit thing um, that they need to fix. Uh, so their fixes were Cartographer's Hawk, Verge Rangers. Those are both in April from Ikoria. Um, but they also started giving us some new stuff like Mangara, Diplom the Diplomat in July with M21. Um, this is another creature that says it's a four mana creature, uh, two four with lifelink, and its card draw effects are twofold. Uh, the first one says when an opponent attacks with, with a creature, if two or more creatures are attacking you and or Planeswalkers you control, you draw a card. And whenever an opponent casts their second spell each turn, draw a card. What do you guys think about this for card draw fixing in white? That's actually, like, kind yeah. of the direction I want them to go. I don't know if that's, like, uh, good enough. But I associate white with taxing. So I feel like that style of card draw feels white to me. Even if Mangara isn't going to solve White's problems by itself for sure, or is arguably even good enough, like you could probably turn up the knobs a little bit and let it trigger more frequently. But I feel like it. I like that style for White. I think mm -hmm. maybe they're on the right it's, path, but haven't really gotten there yet. It's so much text just to draw a card. It's like so <laughs> convoluted. Like, and the problem is it doesn't help you in like the strategies White is good at. Right? Like, if you're white, you probably want to be attacking. You probably have creatures, right? This is like some weird layback, try not to die defensive commander. So I guess if you're trying to build, like, mono-white control, uh, this could work. But I'd rather just see more Mentor the Meeks, right? If Like, what is wrong with the theme of white has weenie creatures, right? If you think about white through all of Constructed, right? What is white actually good at? Like, just double down on that. Like, why do you need to... 
you know, when you think white, do you think four mana, two, four lifelink? Probably because <laughs> it's a meme. But <laughs> like, I don't know, right? So this is like not the card I want to be played. You got to go out of your way to play this like off theme card just to like try to draw cards, right? And it's slow, uh, you know, like all the other colors can draw cards and burst. Uh, so I don't know, like if you're going to fix it, you might as well fix it properly rather than doing these like half-baked things. So eh, I, I'm no, I don't like Mangara. And it's so complicated, like really, like so much text. I don't like him either. I, I, I there was a lot of hype for him. People really liked him initially, but like again, like like Richard said, I'm definitely on 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 Camp Richard here. Is like it doesn't really. I I like the idea of do a white thing, get card draw, and this is just like like you said, it's a load of text. It's dependent on your opponents. There's no deck building interest here. It's just like, oh, I have a slot. I need card draw. I'm in white. Pierre's Mangara. Like, you can do some Will your opponents things. play two spells? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, there's no thought to this, right? Oh, opponent, I hope you give me some cards now. Please and thank you. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the style of, of fixing. Um, so, yeah, there was, there was Mangara the Diplomat. And then finally, Keeper of the Cord. Keeper of the Cord is a th uh, four mana sorry keeper of the cord is a four mana three four that says at the beginning of each opponent's end step if that player controls more creatures than you create a one one soldier creature token and at the beginning of each opponent's end step if that uh, player controls more lands than you you may search your library for a basic planes card put it on the battlefield tap and then shuffle your library so this again is ramp it also generates tokens but are Gives you some ramp very quickly on each opponent's, uh, each player's uh, turn, opponent's turn. Uh, you can get basically like three lands per entire turn cycle around the table. Um, what do you guys think of this? Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm fine with all these cards. You guys hate all <laughs> these cards. fine with all these cards. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> sure. Have like, you ever played this card? No, I never played so the card. About this card. It's like it's like land taxi. It's like similar to land tax. Your opponent's yeah. gotta have more lands, and then you get a land. Like, I don't know. That's traditional white to me. It feels like a traditional white card. I, I think the concept is fine, but the power level is laughably bad. Right? Land tax is a card you slap on turn one, <laughs> right? And you draw three lands off of it. Keeper the accord is you wait for your opponents to slingshot ahead of you. Pay four mana and then hope you untap and come back around to, you know, kind of catch up to them. Right. And like making like one, one soldiers is nothing. Right. Like, like they're like both like bad halves. Like you don't want to play them. Right. Like that's why I don't like this card. Like if I'm playing a soldier token deck, do you really want to spend four mana to make a soldier token? And only up until like until you have like the most creatures. Like it's so slow. So the idea is fine. Like, if this was a one-mana one-one, we're in business, right? But what? as a four-mana spell, like... What do you want, though, Richard? Like, if, if you don't want... If you don't want white harmonize, and you don't want white rampant growth, but you also don't want land taxes, and you don't want, like, traditional white ways of... Mangaras, like, taxi, like, how do you fix white without it being green with... That, that's a good point, right? White. Like you can't you can't fix white by making it do the thing green does, right? Because if you make it better than what green does, you'd be like, well, color pie break. If you make it worse, people are like, I'm not going to play this card. It's terrible. I.e. Cartographer's yeah. Hawk or Keeper of the Accord. <laughs> so you should just play to white strengths, right? Give it something new like treasure tokens. No one else can make treasure tokens. Let white make treasure tokens, right? 
Red, more white equipment, white white equipment, equipment. Than draw cards, yeah. things like, like sword, that. Sword of the Animist is theoretically any color, you know, any any deck can play it, but it is a hundred percent a white card, right? You can tutor up like a billion ways, right? You can actually like make use of combat and get through with it and stuff like that. So I think they should just play to their strengths. Otherwise, you get, you know, bad rampant growth in Cartographer's Hawk and bad. What is this? Explosive vegetation only when your opponent is ahead of you and you get a 1-1, which does literally nothing for you. Uh, right? I never thought of it as that bad. I feel like basically what it says is that if you have a green opponent, you get to catch up on onto them pretty quickly. Unless they remove, you know, keeper uh, of the court. But I mean, that's four mana for a creature, a four mana creature by itself catching up to the green player over a couple turns. That seems would you, actually Would you play this or Solemn? I I personally have never played Keeper of the Cord, and I've seen it, and I have never been very impressed with it. But that's beyond, beside the point. Like, I, I think it's a decent card. Like, it's a legitimate card. And I, the people people at large really consider this amazing. I remember when this was previewed, people were calling this overpowered. Like, this is power creep. Like, this is insane. Check, check the EDH like, rec- ranking of this. How popular is this card? <laughs> I actually? mean, it's still a $5 card, and it's a rare. So that, that says something by itself. Like... All right, so we talked about we talked about some of the fixes uh, that have happened already. Okay, so we got we got over uh, Hawk, Rangers, Mingara, and Keeper of the Cord. Then something far more recently uh, that was really really cool. Gavin Verhey is another person who's kind of like trying to reach out and be kind of like the next Marrow uh, on Twitter, and, and he has a YouTube channel, Good Morning Magic, and it's really good. And he he posts like three times a, a week, and it's a really good insight in terms of the developer side. Of, of the game and he's also just very active on twitter and, and everything um and he made a video uh showing a sneak peek into wizards of the coast plans of fixing white over the next two years i guess he's just been f- bombarded with like emails and dms and tweets and everything about white he had to get get a video out just to, like quell uh the constant uh complaining about it and he basically covered uh two a couple different ways that they're going to try and address white specifically for commander as sort of like things that you can anticipate for the next few years. Uh, some of the stuff are going to be mechanics based. So he said he can't actually share that because that's going to be, it might, it might spoil an upcoming mechanic, but he said just generally things they want to do. So the first thing was add a lot more flash to white, uh, basically allowing you to cast stuff at instant speed your creatures at instant speed, maybe at the end step before your turn. Um, and he said the reason for that is basically it allows them to stay on the battlefield a little bit longer uh, because it gives them at least one turn where they can dodge, you know, sorcerer speed removal. So he said that's like one way to like make uh, your creatures a little bit more resilient, add a little bit more trickiness uh, to white, and also take advantage of powerful instant spells like the Fairy's Protection, where now you have uh, that mana available to you because you can keep that mana up for the Fairy's Protection or like cast a flash creature or whatever. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I don't care about Flash and White. I, I don't feel like that does anything. I feel like that's a horrible argument. Like, you get to, if they got a Doomblade, it's gonna die anyway. Like, uh, like, is it gonna, if it's gonna draw seven cards when it enters the battlefield, maybe or something, or like at the beginning of your upkeep, refill your hand, then sure. But like, what, what is Flash gonna do? What, what is it gonna do? It needs to do something good. If it's yeah. like. A flash Tarmogoyf, like no one cares, right? No, it can be yeah. a two mana five five, like it does nothing, right? It has to do something useful with its abilities. He said he wanted. He said it was basically like to run more stuff like Glorious Protector from Cal Time, 
or it's like a flash creature that protects your your board you know those those type of things so maybe like flash protection spells uh but like just playing at flash speed so you have protection spells up. They're, they're like missing but, something why, like, why, why is really mono, good at these things already why does and why does mono white want to play into you don't have counter spells your wraths are all yeah. sorcery speed your mass land destruction sorcery speed your oblivion rings are sorcery speed why does white need to leave its mana up you want to f6 with white that's the one upside to playing white flash is you can f8 through rings. through all of your opponent's turns and take a little flash break like we, we have the flash away. creatures already, right? Has we that. have like Restoration Angel, we have Avacyn, the small Avacyn, but like it doesn't really matter that they're flash. Like, I don't know. Like I thought it was neat. But okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, but I don't think it's it sways anyone, right? They're not like, oh, I'll play white now because I have flash creatures. Okay, okay. So we'll get we'll get to the, the juicier options that he offered. So he, he said flash first, maybe just like a little bit of an appetizer. And I guess that didn't really that didn't, you guys nibbled at it and you didn't really like it. Fine, fine, fine. So we're gonna move move <laughs> over to the main course. The main course, he said that the priority number one fix for white is more card draw that's flavorfully white. I know Richard, okay. you're not maybe maybe not the biggest fan. I'm what is yeah, flavorful? flavorful? What is white, white flavorful? All right, so he gave us he gave us some uh, some 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 examples. He said these aren't all the examples, but these are some of the examples that he can share. Group draw, you know, like happily ever after. He points it's a far sight adept. You draw a card, and an opponent draws a card. The card Maybe. you need to play limited, okay? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the bad card from limited. Yeah, more of those, please. So I think we've all decided we don't like group draw, so we can skip over that. Rule setting draw like Mankarov, uh, the diplomat. He said more. Of I those. like that kind of. I like that kind of draw. That feels very white to me. I don't think Mangara is good enough, but I like that style. It, it's not good because you're not allowed to play rule setting cards. <laughs> like well, stacks, setting. stacks in land destruction is not a viable strategy that they don't encourage. So like I don't know why they're just they're just making like less brutal stacks cards to the point that like why would you play them right so like i don't know i don't i don't like mangara solution either i think in general rule setting draw could be interesting it just really depends on the wording of it mangara i felt was a little bit of a miss for me uh but i mean if they literally printed white rhystic study i would hate it but it would be effective you know I mean, it could would be, be right good. yeah instead of thalia instead of paying an extra mana you pay a like, mana, otherwise draw a card. Well, <laughs> right? or, pay, like, or like your opponents only affects your like. Imagine Thalia only affecting your opponents, and if they don't pay, you draw a card. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. It's annoying. <laughs> I don't want to it deal with white. it, but yeah, it works. Um, then he said, outside of those two very limited options for card draw, I'm kind of sad he didn't offer anything else. Uh, but he said, <laughs> card basically not draw, but like like Richard said, the Sun Titan effects, getting cards from your graveyard directly uh, to play or your library to play. So he uh, actually showcased, uh, highlighted Armored Sky Hunter from Commander Legends as one of those options where like whenever it attacks or enters the battlefield you look at the top six cards of your library you can find an equipment or aura amongst them and then put it directly into play attached to something so that's something what do you guys think about that not from yeah. you're not drawing cards but you're putting it from the top it, of your it's library good but we have so many of these and no one cares i like it <laughs> I, I, like, I like it too, white has but... so many of these white is probably the best at this already but nobody cares about it right <laughs> you have I mean, sun I titans it... you have nahiris you have like 
a Marriott. Like it doesn't even cost you a card, right? Like, but these you get all, you from the library. That's that's different. I don't yeah. know. Are we trying to fix restricted card draw or unlimited card draw? Because White has many restricted card draws, and this is just adding to that. And I, I think it's good. Like I think it's already good, but this is just more of the same thing that people are complaining about. So this is not gonna, you know, fix the mo- you know I think mono white sucks camp. Like does it sway you, Tomer? Like we already have so many of these cards. <laughs> I mean, I like I like Armored Skyhunter a lot. So I I definitely was really excited for it. I was happy for it. And I'd like to see more of it. But like, yeah, wh- what is gonna what is gonna sway people to say like, oh wow, white's fixed now? Is basically something that says. If you like draw a card for each creature you control, shamanic revelation. Green literally has these cards. Each creature with like less than two power. Sure, a bad version of a green reverse ferocious. Sure, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, a bad version of a green card that would make people happy. That would be enough for for Team White, I guess. Uh, Something that says you could could refill your hand. What? Oh, but then we're making green again. Not, we're doing that. We're falling into the same mistake. No, but it's a bad one. <laughs> it's restricted oh. because it can't be as good as green. We're not allowed. Uh, draw a card for each token you control. Yeah, like a bad green shamanic revelation. Draw a card for each artifact you control. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, the favorite, whenever you cast an artifact or enchantment, draw a card, <laughs> which we have like so many of them, right? <laughs> Does okay. White need that so, mass card draw? Does it need the draw seven? I don't know, but I don't think it does. But I think that's the only way to fix this narrative of White sucks, right? You just give it like raw card draw, and then people will be happy. I think that's it, right? I'd be happy. <laughs> Color pie. Four mana, four four. Draw ten cards when it enters the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> this effect cannot be countered by Hull Breacher. <laughs> All right, and uh, Gavin Gavin wrapped up uh, the the things for fixing white. Uh, so he talked about priority number one is card draw. Priority number two is ramp. I I we we already discussed our opinions on on whether or not white needs ramp. Uh, I think we've we've agreed that maybe maybe white doesn't need more ramp. It's pretty good right right now. But they think they think maybe more catch up ramp would be good. Reanimate land styles like sun. You can sun titan or fetch land. You can you know crack a fetch land and put it in the graveyard. Then sun titan put it back onto the battlefield. You've effectively ramped yourself in in a roundabout way. There's like seven's reclamation. Uh, there was recently from Zendikar rising precon like trove tracker or something like that. Uh, so they're they're exploring that some more. And then treasure tokens by taxing like smothering tide. So more of that. Um, and then better identifying uh, powerful cards that could be white, like Hullbreacher. They mentioned Hullbreacher. They're like, maybe oh, they that could be white it. if we nerfed it. They said with some tweaking. He said with some <laughs> we, tweaking. we have to give it the appropriate power level. For yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could take Hullbreacher and make it cost eight mana instead of three, and then it'll be a white card. Um, <laughs> all right, so we went over basically what Gavin and Wizards of the Coast in general are looking to fix white and our opinions on it. So, what do you guys think? Are we on the right track with these fixes? And if not, what are you looking for instead? Richard. More mentor the Meeks. If you want to fix white card draw. <laughs> or give me more equipment. Give me more Mask of Memories, right? Okay. Like, yes, all colors can use it, but white uses it the best. right? Okay. They have the flyers. They have the tutors. Uh, they have the weenies to equip it. So, more Mask of Memories. More Dowsing Daggers more stuff like that rather than trying to make like 
you know, bad harmonize or cartographer's hawk, whatever that's supposed to be, right? Well, like, just, just harmonize, though. <laughs> ah, don't, don't give me a painful truth. Don't, don't, don't give me one of those cards. It's too good, right? We don't, right. We don't need to make magic um, less about choices, right? Like, uh, give me situationally good cards, but make them actually good. Okay. All right, Seth, what do you think about this path going forward from Wizards of the Coast? What would you do? I, I think they're on the right path. I really do. I feel like they haven't really hit the mark yet, and they've been a little bit too conservative, but I really think that the, like, catch-up ramping, the rule-setting card draw, that's a path I'd like to see them to continue to go down, but just make it better. Like, make the cards more playable. I think that's been the problem so far with their, like, initial attempts down this path is the cards just haven't been good enough. They've been too much mana, a little bit too conservative. You could do a lot of the same things and make the cards more powerful, and they would probably be good and fix a lot of the issues people have. Fair enough, fair enough. And I'll just say that I'm I'm in agreement with you, Seth. I want to see good card draw, good card draw. That's what I want. I don't really care about the ramp part. I think the ramp is fine, but I need ways to refill my hand, just like every other color can do. And I do think I, I'm vehemently like opposed to what what uh, Mark said last year of like do a white thing, draw a bunch of cards is not a fix. I think that is a fix. I want flavorfully white card draw that I have control over if I, you know, cast a bunch of equipment spells, maybe I draw a card for every equipment I control or something like that, something as simple as that. Just like, let me do a white thing and get card draw based on it, but do it well, like do it efficiently. Um, and not a bad card, not like a eight man a card, draw a card for each equipment, just make it good. And that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, last thing, stacks, you, more stacks, yes, no? Eh, no. Probably not. People no. people just don't like not stacks. Right. Like, don't uh, like stacks. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think stacks is definitely flavorfully white. It could fix some issues, but nobody wants to play with it. So just throw one die. stacks piece into commander products for the legacy players. But <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't Literally be for Hull Breacher. Nobody likes this. Hull Breacher. Delete it. Anyway, so that is our show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this rundown on on the future of white and our takes on the proposed fixes for it going forward we'll see how how this ages in a year or two from now when all these effects uh happen and we we get them in card form but i hope you enjoyed everybody and until next time friends see ya